So he preached Christ unto them, and many were converted, miracles were worked, signs and wonders. And then the Bible said, there was a sorcerer in the place called Simon the sorcerer. Simon also got converted. Simon also got converted. Now, this is a revivalist in the city. First of all, he was a deacon. And being a deacon was not enough. They were scattered. He went into Samaria. He became a revivalist. But preaching to the masses was not enough. So the man was in Samaria when the angel of the Lord appeared to him. He said, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And the man got up and went, and when he got there, he arose and behold, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority, and the Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasure, for, she, he, for he had come to Jerusalem for to worship. The man was sitting in his chariot and was returning, sitting in his chariot, and he read from the book of Isaiah. And when he was reading, the Spirit of God said unto Philip, Go near and join yourself to this chariot. And Philip ran Peter to him and heard him read from the book of Isaiah and, and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And the man said, How can I, except some man, should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Verse number 32 the place of the scripture which he read was this that he was led as a sheep to the slaughter and like a lamb dumb before the sharer so opened not he his mouth verse number 33 and in his humiliation his judgment was taken away and who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth verse 34 and the enoch answered philip and said i pray you of whom speaketh this prophet this is it of himself or of some other man? Verse number 35. And Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached Christ unto him. Verse 36. And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Verse 37. And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Verse number 38. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And he went down into the water. Both Philip and the eunuch. And he baptized him. But verse 39 is very interesting. And as they, and as they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. That the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. Verse 40. And Philip was found as Azotus. And passing through, he preached in all their cities until he came to Caesarea. Come on, give a big clap offering to Jesus. Oh, glory. And so we are seeing that this man was a deacon. Everybody say he was a deacon. Come on, shout it, he was a deacon. Now, so this man, Philip, was a deacon. Then later on, he was a revivalist, an evangelist, who was preaching to everybody. But what we also notice is that the man is a very good soul winner. 
he knows how to win one soul to Christ. How Philip won the soul of the Ethiopian eunuch. This is how to win a soul. One on one. Number one, he found the soul. Everybody say he found the soul. Come on, shout it. He found the soul. When you read in the verse number 27, my Bible said, And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia. He arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia. Now, to win a soul, you must find the person first. I told you that I was in a hotel and a man came to me. So some of the people you find, they will come to you. They will come to you. Some of them, you have to go looking for them. Some of them, the spirit will lead you. The spirit will tell you, get up and go and find so and so. Um, just like um, Ananias was led to go and look for Paul. So God will speak to you and tell you to go and find somebody. He said in the verse number 26, And the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go down towards the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. So God will show you how to find the soul. My Bible said, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I pray that this week, this month, may God lead you to a soul. May you see somebody who God will lead you to and tell you to win the person to Christ. But let me give you advice this week. Don't chase a soul into a place that can endanger you. I remember when we were children, we used to go and chase Bela. How many of you have chased Bela before? Bela, rat. What do they call a snake? Machije. We used to chase the bela to enter a hole and we would start digging. We would start digging. By the time you realize a snake is coming out of the hole. So this month of the soul winning, be very careful. When you are following a soul into a pitoba, make sure you have overcome the pito. Otherwise, by the time you are coming out, they would have baptized. So please, be very careful. You see somebody sitting down drinking his beer and say, ah, that's a soul. And you sit there and they say, can you taste? You are like, yeah, we must become all men to all men so that we by all means win some. Hey, it's not like that. And if you are a young man, you see a lady, your heart has started beating very fast. Don't witness to her. Allow that soul, another person will take care of her. Don't go and follow a woman into a house in the night. When they ask you, say, one saint, one soul. As soon as, and some two, as soon as you finish preaching to her, and you are a man, hand her over. Don't do all the follow-up yourself because you may follow up and end up somewhere. Am I preaching? And if you are a woman too, and you are witnessing to a man, Make sure you are not witnessing to him with the hope that you have now seen your husband. And then you say, Kai, God is smart. He's killing two birds with one stone. One saint, one soul. One saint, one husband. Don't change the program. Tell somebody, don't change the program. Come on, say, don't change the program. So be very careful. But God is going to lead you to a soul. I'm not saying a man should not witness to a woman. 
But and I'm not saying a woman shouldn't go and witness to men. I'm not saying don't witness to drunkards. I'm not saying don't witness to we smokers. Now you used to smoke we. Then this week you decided. Daddy said one cent, one so. I'm going to go to those people I used to smoke the we with. Now convert to Suduka. But at the time you go there and smell the ganja, or what do they call it? When you smell it, you say, Jarastifa. Ayana. Your head will start rolling like it used to roll. So be very careful. I don't want you to go and endanger yourself and say, We said, <laughs> So God Himself will lead you to find a soul. Whether it's same sex or opposite sex, whether the person is a drunkard or not, whether the person is a weed smoker or not, according to your strength and according to what you can handle, God will lead you. And I pray that this week, may God, and we even say this month, because the month has gone far. One third of the month is already gone. How many of you have won a soul already? How many of you have won even one soul already? Lift up your hand. Only few. It means the majority of us are last minute students. But I tell you, you will pass with A+. plus. You will pass with A+, plus in the name of Jesus. I see you win a soul. So, number one, find the soul. Number two, approach the soul. Approach the soul. The verse number 29. When Philip saw the Ethiopian eunuch coming, and behold, Ethiopian eunuch, God told him, he said, go and join yourself to this chariot. Everybody say, Approach the soul. Now, the anointing enables you to find the soul because as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. The anointing will open your eyes. He said, anoint your eyes with eyesalve that thou mayest see. When you see somebody who is a potential person in the kingdom, God will open your eyes to see. But apart from seeing, you must have the boldness to approach the soul. And the Holy Ghost gives you the boldness to approach the soul. Boldness. Now, here is Philip. This man is the treasurer of the, of the, of the queen of Ethiopia. How do you approach such a man? You are walking. Somebody is in a chariot. I am not told that Philip owned a horse. Now, in fact, if you are walking and then all of a sudden you see somebody who is sitting in a Mercedes-Benz or a Rolls-Royce uh, or a Bentley and they tell you, go and join yourself to this chariot and witness to the person. The first thing you do is look at your chalewate, look at your trousers, look at your t-shirt and say, bah, this soul is not for me. But the Holy Ghost will give you boldness. You will witness to people in the Flagstaff house. You will witness to people in the castle. You will witness to people that are bigger than you. I pray that God will give you the boldness this week. You will not only catch a fish, but you will catch a whale. Some of you will catch a shark. You will catch a fish that is very big. If you can give a big clap offering to Jesus, that is yours. Boldness. 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 The boldness to approach boldness boldness i remember when i was a younger when i was a younger christian i'll just get up and i'll go to the ministries and i'll knock on the door of um um rural housing and cottage industry when i knock mr lansai is sitting in the room he used to be pastor solo's boss i'll go in and start witnessing to him there was no senior medical officer 
in the Bogatanga hospital are giving witness to. No. Auntie Bernice was in the hospital. They all knew me as, a, as an evangelist. I was young, 26, 27 year old boy. There is no way you will pass and I won't preach. I will, no, I will share the gospel with you. May you receive the boldness to witness. I see you witnessing to the accountant in your office. You are witnessing to your managing director. You are telling the person, sir, I have something to share. Boldness. The Bible said God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So number one, God opens your eyes to find the soul. Number one, find the soul. Number two, approach the soul. Number three, use the circumstances, activities, and situations of the soul to preach to them. Use the circumstances, use the activities, and use the situation of the soul to preach to the soul. Because the Bible said that all things work together for the good of them that love him and are the called according to his purpose. The Bible said in the verse number 30 of Acts chapter 8, it said, And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou? What thou readest. Now, so he goes to the chariot. And what the man is doing is the man is reading. This astute, skillful, technical preacher knew that if you see somebody doing something and you want to witness to the person, you must start from the familiar and go to the unfamiliar. It's, it's a very typical and practical soul-winning method that you start from where the person is. You sit where the person is and preach the gospel in a way the person can understand. You contextualize your gospel. So the man of God is saying, I know you are reading something. So we are starting from what you are reading. That means if you went to a mechanic shop and you see somebody repairing a car and you want to witness to the person repairing the car don't start from turn your bible with me to the book of ezekiel if you see a soul that is perished and you don't want that sinner that's a bad evangelist a good evangelist will start from the mechanic work the person is doing i like the way you are repairing this car this is good you know, all the cars that are here are damaged in a way. And I know you can repair them. It is the same way all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And Jesus came to repair all the human beings on earth who are like broken vehicles. You start from there. So Jesus met a man who was a fisherman and wanted to get him converted. He started from fishing. He said, give me your boat. And when he finished, he said, launch out into the deep. After that, the man said, I'm a sinner. Then Jesus said, now follow me and become fishers of men. He started from fishing. Jesus did not start preaching the man from aerodynamics. He met a woman at the well of Sychar. He wanted to get the woman converted. This woman had come to fetch water. So Jesus started talking about salvation. And he used the concept of a well of living water. When you meet somebody in a chop bar and you want to witness to them, start from food. Oh, this food is very nice. Then the person said, just hear me. 
He said, ah, I really like the food, you know. I come here all the time. Anytime I'm hungry, I really come here. You know, and this woman's food is very nice. And they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, and I like, I like that. I like the way she cooks. Here is so neat. Here is so clean. And, and the food is balanced diet. He said, guess kiyane. Then when you finish, you then slip it in. But man shall not live by bread alone. But by everywhere that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And do you know that Jesus Christ is the word of God that was made flesh and dwelt among us? You are preaching. He came to his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Am I talking to somebody at all? Witness to people. Oh. Mr. Flash is sitting in the shop and then a man comes and he wants a certain artwork. He wants a certain artwork. You do it for the person and finish. And the person comes and says, this is beautiful. It's wonderful. They look at him and then you say, you know, but as an artist, what makes me sad is that you see this image I just produced is very nice. And you admire it because I produce an exact replica of what you wanted me to do. But can you imagine God the Father in heaven who created people in his own image and they are now on earth looking something else because the devil and the world have denatured God's people. And when God sits down and looks at it, he cannot be happy the way you are happy because we don't look like him. But I want to find out from you. God created you in the image of God. But what is your state right now? That is why Jesus came so that Christ in us, the hope of glory you are preaching you are preaching you are preaching i'm sure somebody saying in his head i can never win a soul the way you are thinking at this level how am i going to connect we are the professor you are a professor that is why you are able to pull all these things together me how can i relate the things i'm seeing then you go to another place and somebody is frying cozy then you are sitting there and say hey the way you are frying the cozy, I saw you took this flour, nice bean something, and you put it in. And look at it. It has changed color. And this oil is really hot. And when you put this cozy in, the cozy could not escape. Madam, my Bible said hell is real. And the other day I heard a certain pastor called Pastor Mike Aikade preaching about hell. And he said it is not just like hot water. He said that the hell is like a hot metal, like molten magma, metal that is on fire. So he now says, so you see the way this kosher is in the fire and cannot escape. It is the same way God, although he's loving, people will go into hell fire, they can't escape. But this is the time you can escape that kind of fire. So you use the circumstances, the situation. And the activities of the soul to preach to the soul. Then this evangelist and this soul winner, who is also anointed to do what he's doing, he knew the scriptures. The anointing teaches you the scriptures. First John 2 27, it teaches you the scripture. But in Acts chapter 8 and the verse number 35, then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. So the anointing will give you the capacity to interpret the, the scriptures, understand the scriptures, and then preach to people. So he preached from the scriptures. Then, number five, he baptized the eunuch. Get souls baptized. In other words, get them grounded in the faith. 
Baptism is an activity of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said, and he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. The Bible said in First Corinthians chapter 12 and the verse number 13, that by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. So when you win souls to Christ, don't just leave them and tell them God will take care of you. Make sure they are baptized. Make sure you bring them to Christ. Make sure they go to converse classes. Make sure you get them grounded in the faith. I tell you people, any soul that gets born again and um, is not baptized, the job is not complete. If the soul is born again and does not attend converse classes, it is not complete. You hear us in the church talking about fresh fire. We are talking about personal development emphasis. If you belong to a church and you don't attend group meetings like that, and you are not in a home cell in the church, your, your life in the church is not complete. In fact, you, you, you are just walking about and the wind can easily blow you away. The wind can easily blow you away. You can, you, you can easily be, you can easily back, backslide. So, he said, I want to be baptized. I conclude it with a scripture, Mark chapter 8 and the verse number 36 to 37. Mark chapter 8, verse 36 to 37. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Verse 37. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his own soul? Now, we can, I am anointed to minister. I can lay hands on people to receive impartation of the spirit. Get healed. Get delivered. I can lay hands on them to prosper. Speak the word of God. Teach them to succeed. Become successful in life. If I do all this, God uses me to do all this. But their souls are not saved. I have wasted their time and I've wasted my own time. I pray that as a church, the greatest thing we can give our community is to make sure that people are born again. If you go to a community and you build schools, build hospitals, build farms, establish farms, but you don't get people to be born again and you don't get their souls to be saved, you have wasted your time. I pray in the name of Jesus. Peter, lead all the people who are working with you to Christ. Can you imagine if all the people that are working with you get born again and go to church? Mr. Flash, all the people that work with you, get born again, go to church. Uncle XT, all the people working in your hotel, get born again, come to church. Mr. Baba Yabdo, all the people that work with you, get born again, come to church. Mr. Gabriel Asumbaya, all the people work with you, get born again, come to church. We will not have space in the church to carry people. I pray that this month, everybody will determine, I'm going to lead somebody to Christ. And as for people that work under you, it is very easy to lead them to Christ because you cannot call them and say, I want to witness to you and they will say no because they know that at the end of the month they will come and meet you. I, I seriously don't see how somebody should be working under you and the person is not born again. No, even if he goes to another church, that is fine. But to be under you and is not born again is a crime. Lift up your hand. Dedicate yourself to winning a soul. Stand to your feet and commit yourself. And tell yourself, Lord, I know how serious it is. Somebody pray. Jesus. 
Somebody pray. Somebody lift up your hand and pray, Lord, give me the boldness to lead somebody to Christ. Give me the boldness. Commit myself into your hands. Pray that Father lead me to the soul. That is that is the first prayer to pray. Lift up your hand and pray that Father lead me to a soul. Lead me to a soul. Lead me to somebody. And bring me somebody who I will get converted. Lead me to a soul. Lead me to a soul. Somebody pray. Father, lead me to a soul. I want to get somebody converted. Lead me to a soul. That is the purpose of your anointing. 